service. Hey guys, I want to talk to you about my Tacovas cowboy boots. I picked them up while I was in Austin, Texas. I had this event I had to go to that night. It was a formal thing. I had this idea of what I was going to wear, but I needed the one extra thing. And I was like, aha, Tacovas. There's a Tacovas here in Austin. The dudes who worked at the store were great. I found the exact boot I was looking for. This boot is called the Dylan. I got it in midnight black. I wore them to this formal event. I had on a suit. And then tonight, I'm going to wear them with jeans to my son's baseball game. These things are amazing cowboy boots. They're super comfortable, and I can tell already that they're going to last for a long time. A couple things you can do here to check out Tacovis. If you can, stop by your local Tacovis store. Have a complimentary drink or two. The experience is awesome. You can shop all the new styles. You're going to smell that fresh leather in the store. The friendly staff are going to be at your service. They're going to take care of you. They're going to make you feel like a rock star. A lot of the Tacovis stores have these leather custom branding services to make your boots truly personalized. They put on regular live music and events. It's an awesome in-store experience. So if you have the opportunity to check out a Tacova store, I highly recommend it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges. And they ship right to your door. Go to tacovas.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Disgraceland is brought to you by Disgraceland All Access. Disgraceland All Access membership is your chance to support the show and get ad-free listening, an exclusive scripted episode every month, and exclusive bonus content every week, plus access to an always-on chat with me and your fellow discos. Visit disgracelandpod.com slash membership or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm excited to get into this bonus after party episode here. Uh, we've got Halloween season starting to kick in and all kinds of spooky and evil Disgraceland stuff that we're discussing. Uh, more on that shortly, along with some notes on You God, which is our latest episode in our serialized Wu Tang Clan series. I want to thank all you guys for taking the time to ride this Wu Tang train with us. ODB, Old Dirty Bastard, is up next. Uh, then we wrap the season with episodes on Master Killer and Jizza, and then move headfirst into some pretty killer Halloween-themed Disgraceland episodes, which super excited to talk to you guys about here in the uh, bonus After Party app. Uh, just a heads up that over in the Badlands feed this week, you can hear the trailer for our newest season, Season 9. Uh, David Lynch, Phil Hartman, got a lot of cool stuff planned for you over there this season in Badlands, so make sure you're following or subscribing to Badlands, my other podcast that I host, wherever you guys get your podcasts. All right, let's get into this here bonus episode. Hey, discos. Need a little more Disgraceland in your life? Just a touch to get you through? Yeah, me too. This is the podcast that comes after the podcast. Welcome to Disgraceland, the after party. Welcome to the Disgraceland bonus episode, a little thing we like to call the after party. This is the show after the show, the party after the party, the bridge to get you from one full episode of Disgraceland to the other, the backyard to dig into the dirt. On this episode, we are talking about, among other things, you, God, and our continued serialized season on Wu-Tang Clan, 
Boston and New York hardcore Halloween and what I want from you guys. Hint, it rhymes with I want your skulls. And of course, your voicemails, texts, DMs, and more. And as always, a whole lot of Rosie. All right, this goes. Let's get into it. Yes, 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 we are back with another After Party bonus episode as we release Chapter 7 of our serialized Wu-Tang Clan saga here in Disgraceland this week. Chapter 7 is, of course, all about Lamont Hawkins, a.k.a. U-God. Like many members of Wu-Tang, U-God was raised by a single mother and raised by the streets of Staten Island. The mean streets. We can say that, right? The mean streets of Staten Island, to be precise. To quote you, God, uh, material stuff is so enticing when you don't have shit. My mom provided the bare minimum, but that was all she could afford. If I wanted to get fresh and have some money to eat, I had to come up with a plan. So that's a quote from You God's book, which I've talked about before, uh, Raw, My Journey into the Wu-Tang, which, like I said, I mentioned earlier this week in our pre-party episode. And the plan that You God is referring to is, of course, the drug game in New York City in the 1980s, a game that got him arrested, got him sent to jail, got him nearly killed. That game, that plan, that life was tough to escape from. And if you listen to the episode, you know that just because you decide to leave that life behind does not mean that that life leaves you behind. You, God, like the rest of the guys in Wu-Tang, grew up listening to great music. All kinds of great music was happening at the time. Remember, this is the early 80s when he's coming up. It's the advent of hip-hop. And in You God's case, his uncle brought cassette tapes around for him to check out and get into. Stuff like Grandmaster Flash, Dougie Fresh, Cool Modi, Busy B. And the last two in particular engaged in one of the earliest and most iconic rap battles of all time, way back in 1981. Now, goes without saying, this was a time when music discovery was extremely different than it is today. And nowadays, it's just, it's endless the amount of music you can discover and the ease of which you can discover it. There's not just so much different content at your fingertips. There are so many different platforms you can go to and very easily find whatever it is that you're looking for or even not looking for. Okay, this is both good and bad. I can make both sides of that argument. This is a time, just remember, this is a time, this is my point. Again, you had to be somewhat lucky to discover incredible music if you were young and dumb as most of us were at one point. If you were lucky, like I said, you had a cool uncle, an older brother, an older sister who would pass down tapes, records to you, maybe mixtapes if you were lucky enough because those were personalized, those, those might have even been themed. Or if you were super lucky and you hit sort of the culture lottery and were born in New York City in the 70s and came up in the 80s, maybe you even caught something like Mr. Magic's Rap Attack on the radio. Or maybe, 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 maybe you even happened to see something as cool as Cool Modi battling Busy B in person. It's hard to describe this to people discovering new music now. It's especially hard to describe it without sounding like an old bastard. But it got me thinking. What are some of the most memorable ways that you've discovered great music in your lifetime? Was it a cool uncle? Was it a mixtape? Was it someone in your high school? Maybe a crush, maybe a boyfriend, maybe a girlfriend, maybe an older brother or a sister. Or was it a, was it a radio station, a tiny little college station in a tiny little town somewhere that you happen to be able to tune in? Or was it something else? Okay. I want to know what your most memorable music discovery stories are. I've got two off the bat. I've mentioned this in an interview before, so forgive me if some of you have heard this. But fourth grade, we moved to a new town, new house. I'm walking in my backyard. We just moved in, mind you. I don't have any friends. 
it's like, uh, it's not raining, but it was like, you know, it's like a New England morning mist on the ground, kind of wet. Bam, right there, Led Zeppelin one in a cassette. Just, hey, here you go, Jake. We're just going to open up the rest of your life for you right here with this cassette. I mean, it was divine. I have no idea how that happened. I still don't know. I went in, I played it, and everything changed for me. I'm not exaggerating. I'd never really he even heard Led Zeppelin before. If I did, I didn't know I did. Maybe I heard him on the radio. And then I find Led Zeppelin 1 in my backyard. Are you fucking kidding me? What are the chances in a pre-internet world? Another one. Another example that I've given before, probably in interviews. I'm not sure I've gotten into it in these bonus episodes. Maybe I have. Forgive me if I have. But I'm going to tell you this story anyways. I'm in the sixth grade now. And I somehow convinced my stepfather, who I don't have a great relationship at the time, to bring me down to City Hall Music in Clinton, Mass., right on High Street, my hometown record store. There's some fucking stoner high school dropout behind the counter. And I go up and I try to buy or try to get my stepfather to pay for, uh, for those about to rock, we salute you by ACDC, at which point... The stone record clerk uh, convinces me, before, hold on, before he convinces me, he explains to me that there is a whole other incarnation of ACDC that existed before Brian Johnson, which to my sixth grade brain had no concept of. I didn't know Bon Scott even existed, never mind did I get or understand how much cooler Bon Scott era ACDC was than Brian Johnson era ACDC. Everything opened up for me there. It's, I mean, I love Brian Johnson, but let's be cool. There's nothing cooler than Bon Scott ACDC. Like, it, there just isn't. Okay, so those are two of my stories, two of my music discovery stories. 617-906-6638. Leave me a voicemail or send me a text and let me know what some of your music discovery stories are. Or let me know anything. Just leave me a voicemail. Like this guy from the 571 on Bruce Springsteen. Good morning, Jake. I hope you can hear me well. Uh, I am in the car. Uh, Long-time listener. Um, I have to say that my favorite episode that you did, and I hope that you will do this type of episode again, is your Bruce Springsteen. The way you made stories from his songs was amazing. You know, I went after that episode and mainlined Bruce Springsteen into my vein, which I do with most of your episodes. As soon as you finish um, your stories about a band, I'll go turn around and go and just, like, binge that band's music. And it, it's a great way for me to spend my morning before work. I love it. So if we could get more of that, um, I would be super happy. I know you can't do that with, you know, every band, every song. You might have to interpret the lyric. And it was prob probably a lot easier with that Bruce Springsteen album. But um, it, it was very enjoyable, and it really put me in the story you know i had to visualize in my brain um what was going down and how everything played out and, and i freaking loved it man and i hope to see more of that again it, it was just fantastic uh all right just go I, I can't wait for the inevitable uh cliff burton episode i know that one will be a good one but i hope you have a good morning sir all right dude i appreciate the message uh happy to hear these disgracing episodes are driving you deeper into the artist's musical catalogs. As for more episodes on the stories uh, from, from the artist's songs, I think it depends on what types of songs we're talking about. Um, with Springsteen's Nebraska, like you mentioned, these songs obviously lended themselves to this type of story storytelling because 
A, a lot of the songs are are true crime songs. They're literally about true crime events and true crime characters. Charlie Starkweather, Phil Test of the Chicken Man. Um, and that, of course, sits comfortably on our side of the street here in Disgraceland. Uh, but also, it was compelling for me with Nebraska to take this storytelling approach because a lot of the characters in the Nebraska songs, even the fictional ones, felt personal to me and where I grew up. Um, like I just mentioned, Clinton, Mass., uh, you know, very blue collar working class town. So I, I felt like I could really make something special happen with them. Um, so I don't know. I mean, it, it depends if we're talking, you know, Elton John songs. Uh, I don't know that I can get as much out of it as I did with Nebraska, but maybe I can. I, I need to look at it on a, a case by case basis. Either way, I like what you're opening up for me here. So I appreciate that. Um, as for Cliff Burton, uh, I've been working on something special for Cliff over the past year. Uh, and I hope to announce that sometime in the future. All right, let's check out this voicemail from the 443 in Baltimore, or as they say on the wire, Baltimore. Hey, Jake, my name's Jake. I'm 28 years old. I live in Baltimore, Maryland. I was just thinking it would be cool if you did an episode on people who have overdosed. Um, I'm an addict in recovery myself. So, you know, you got, you already did Amy Winehouse, but you got Mac Miller, you got Juice World, you got XXX Tension, um, lots of them. So, yeah, I didn't know if that would maybe be a good idea for an episode or not. I know Juice World would. I know people would eat that shit up for sure. But, yeah, regardless, my number is 443. If you want to call me back or whatever. But either way, I hope you're having a great day. Okay, bye. All right. Thank you for the message. Uh, your name got dropped from the call, so I did not catch it. Uh, that wasn't me cutting it out. But welcome to Disgraceland. Happy to hear you're in recovery. Keep going. Uh, so we did do an episode on Juice World, but it's currently unavailable. However, we will be making it available and releasing it next month. As for the others that you mentioned, Kurt Cobain, Mac Miller, XXX Tentacion, Amy Winehouse, we've got episodes on all those artists. They're in the feed right now. And uh, we've also got an episode on Lil Pete. So check those out. Let me know if you have any troubles finding them. Hit me back, 617-906-6638. Let's check out this voicemail from the 401. Jake, David from the 401. I have so many questions. I don't even know if this tape is going to be long enough. First of all, can you elaborate on the exclusive Amazon era of Disgraceland and why it's taken you guys so long to get all your content back and up on iTunes and whatnot. I don't know if it's a legal situation, if you can't get into it, but I find that side of the business very interesting. Also, I would like to know if you heard about Lamb of God lead singer Randy Blythe and what happened to him in the Czech Republic, allegedly pushing a fan off the stage and the kid ended up getting hurt and he ended up doing a year in jail. I just didn't know if there was an episode there or if that type of music is just too heavy for this great plan format. Also, being from the 401, I would love your input on local bands, mainly from Massachusetts, Kill Switch Engage, All That Remains, The Boston's, The Drop Kicks, you know, all the greatest tips. Just wondering how you feel about the New England scene, considering that you were in a band yourself. I appreciate all the content. Love the shows. Keep it going. Rock and roll. 
All right, David, on Amazon, uh, real quick, uh, just to answer your question here as quickly and as in the most non-boring way that I can. Uh, The podcast, we launched this independently. We then signed a sales and distribution deal with iHeart. Just so you know what that means, if you don't already, it means that they basically agree to license uh, the content and then they go and they sell it for you. Um, uh, We did the same thing with Amazon after that. And the only difference was the content was to be made exclusive to Amazon. Uh, that helps them. It helps them bring in new listeners, et cetera, for their new podcasting platform that they were launching at the time. And we've since moved on from that deal to the beginning of 2023. Uh, so we're releasing all of our previously exclusive content into the wide, wide world of podcasting. That's really it. I don't know. You know, I guess the uh, one more part of your question is, uh, why don't we release it all at once? And the reason is because... It's just overwhelming. There's too much of it and we need to spread it out over uh, some months, weeks, et cetera. But we will have it all out by the end of this year. There's only six more episodes, I believe, that are still uh, in the archive and they'll be released very shortly. Okay. Appreciate the question. Oh, you get more to your question here. I'm seeing here. As for Boston bands, uh, my favorite Boston bands for the hardcore slash heavy music scene would be uh, number one, Slapshot. Number two, the original Wrecking Crew with original singer, Glenn Dudley. Number three, Eye for an Eye. Number four, the Mighty Mighty Boston's. Number five, I want to say the Lemonheads, but they're not heavy enough, so I'm going to go with Doom Riders instead, uh, even though they have one of my ex-bandmates in the band, and I'm biased. Uh, Cave-In would be a close sixth. All right, guys, you know how to get in touch with me. 617-906-6638. Hit me up on any topic that you like. We're storming through this uh, Wu-Tang series, wrapping it up midway through October. We're close to the end. Then we're coming at you with some serious Halloween content for the rest of the month. Uh, So, you know, call me. Let me know what you think of the Wu-Tang series. Let me know what your favorite musical discovery moments are, some of the experiences you had in finding some of your favorite bands. Uh, Let me know your favorite as we get into Halloween. This is what I really want to talk about. Let me know your favorite Disgraceland Halloween episodes. All right. 617-906-6638. 617-906-6638. Favorite Disgraceland Halloween episodes? Is it Black Sabbath, ACDC, Led Zeppelin, Big Lurch? What are your favorite spooky Disgraceland episodes? 617-906-6638 to let your beautiful voices be heard. I'm going to give my voice a rest and uh, drink some tea. I'll be back at you in a flash with your text. Hey, are you guys proud dog owners like I am? You ever wonder why so many dogs are suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, you know Katherine Heigl from Knocked Up, she's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation. And she says that she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. After doing a ton of research, Katherine feels that there's one place that we can all look to improve our dog's health, and that is their food. Many dog foods can actually create toxins that can be wrecking our dog's health. Okay, and this is true even for many of the premium dog food brands. However, by just adding a few special superfoods to our dog's diets, we can see huge transformations in their health. Katherine Heigl has already done this. She's made a video about it. You guys need to watch this video. It's a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for my dog, Dusty. I'm noticing more energy, healthier skin, uh, healthier coat. Dusty's coat looks fantastic. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to badlandsfood.com slash disgraceland and watch Catherine's video right now. 
Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D dot com slash Disgraceland. Hey, Discos, it's Jake here. Thank you so much for listening to Disgraceland. Your support truly means a lot to me, and it's because of you that my team and I are able to make this show. If you want more Disgraceland, if you want more regular interactions with me and the community of Disgraceland listeners, or if you simply want to listen to the show ad-free, go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership, or just click on the link in the show notes for this episode. For just five bucks a month, you can listen to every episode of Disgraceland ad-free. Plus, you'll get one brand new exclusive episode every month. You'll also get weekly unscripted bonus content, special audio collections, and early access to merch and events. There are two ways that you can support the show and become a member at disgracelandpod.com slash membership. You can sign up using Patreon and listen to the show ad-free on Apple, Spotify, and most other major podcast platforms. And Patreon members also get access to all the other perks of membership in an always-on chat where I'll be interacting with you and diving deeper into the world of Disgraceland. But maybe you're currently an Apple Podcast subscription listener and you want to just tap into all the bonus audio content and ad-free listening that we're offering. We're also offering this membership as a premium channel on Apple Podcasts. However you choose to join, all you got to do is go to disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Support the show for just $5 a month, five bucks, or sign up for an annual plan and get two months free. Come join me and your fellow discos at Disgraceland All Access by visiting disgracelandpod.com slash membership. Check one, two. All right, we are back. And I know I said I was going to start with some text, but I'm actually going to start with some DMs because I've been neglecting the DMs and I apologize. Social media has just been, it's been tough to navigate for me lately. It's just been, I got a lot going on and I find it to be, uh, how do I say this politely? A time suck, but I don't like neglecting you guys. So let's do some DMs before I do a bunch of texts and then I feel like not doing DMs. Okay, we'll do the DMs and we'll do the text. So this one on Facebook from Jeff and I hope I'm pronouncing this correctly, uh, Betustic says, I really enjoy your work and the detail you put into it. I'm curious if you ever did an episode on one of my favorite rock bands that I saw nine times, the Ramones. Thank you for your hard work. You got it, Jeff. And yes, we have done an episode on the Ramones. You can find that in the archive. It's available now wherever you get your podcasts. Um, and though we were talking about music uh, discovery earlier, the way I discovered the Ramones is worth mentioning here, I think, in a little apropos, as they say. Um, I discovered the Ramones through my dad. My dad uh, showed up one day and was like, hey, we're going to go uh, see my band play. And uh, we're opening up for uh, this band. And they're an important band. They're called the Ramones. And he described them to me. I was at the time probably... 10, nine, maybe nine. Yeah, I think I was maybe eight actually. Um, and he described them as being very important. I remember that. And then I, I didn't know what that meant, but uh, I remember he said, they're like the beach boys, but they're very, very loud. And uh, that, that meant something to me because I was all about the beach boys at that period in my life. Um, you know, Bar Barbaran era Beach Boys, not pet sounds. But anyways, uh, tying a little music discovery into Jeff's text on the Ramones. Jeff, go get that Ramones episode. It's in the archive right now. 
This message comes on Facebook from Natalie Stewart, who writes, Jake, I suspect I'm at least the 101st listener to say this weekend that the replacements Tim Let It Bleed remaster is a glorious must-listen hi from Australia. Well, Natalie, I'm going to take your word for it. I have not listened to it yet. I'm, I'm holding it back. I'm waiting. I'm in the middle of a move slash new studio setup, and I want to get my stereo fully set up so that I can really truly enjoy it. Sit down and listen to this and enjoy it. I'm just not there yet, but psyched to hear that you're into it. I read a bad review of it last night on the internet, um, but I'm going to go with your take on it, Natalie. So thank you. Teresa Beers writes in, I've been trying to binge these podcasts on Amazon Music. For some reason, the podcast restarts in the middle, and I miss the endings of some. Well, Teresa, that sucks. That's not fucking cool, man. Um, but usually this is the type of thing that's a player problem. It's local to your device. I would suggest reinstalling the Amazon Music app and giving it a go, and I'm sure that'll take care of your issues. Okay, Teresa, thanks for reaching out. This is me, Jake, in tech support. All right, Jason Ramsey writes in, excellent storytelling, all episodes consistently riveting. Thank you. Thank you, Jason. I appreciate that. All right, let's see. What else we got? Janine Kerr on Instagram writes in, and all it is is a image that she took. Uh, it says, uh, presidents are temporary. Wu-Tang is forever. And it says, perfect election sign. And I would say, here, here to that. I agree, Janine. Thank you. Wu-Tang is forever. My man Aaron writes in on Instagram. Uh, That's my bro's brew, bruh. It's a picture of the Rockerola. In the cooler, out in the wild, at some liquor store. I'm not sure where Aaron is. Aaron's from Maine, actually, so I'm betting that's in Maine. If you guys live in Maine or New England, you know, go there. Get a four-pack of uh, Rock and Roll Disgraceland beer. Gluten-free for those who don't do the gluten, like me. I do it sometimes, but I try not to. All right, Justin uh, Geisner, if I'm saying that correctly, on, on Instagram, writes in, Give this playlist a listen, Anthology Discography, and it's a John Carpenter anthology of movie themes from 1974 to, what does that say, 1993? Is that right? My eyes are bad. Uh, it says it's the best of John Carpenter's movie music, Disgraceland, Badlands, Combo, plus he married Adrian Barbeau. Deuces. Um, yeah, I'm pumped on this, man. Thank you, Justin. I appreciate it. Very Halloween-y, digging it. Um, I have this thing where I put the soundtrack for The Fog on in front of my five-year-old, and I start talking like this. And he freaks the fuck out. Doesn't matter what I say. I can be like, it's time for bed. We need to get your blanket. And when The Fog is playing in the background, it just fucking... <laughs> I'm such a shitty dad. Anyways, all right, let's move on here. Do a little uh, do a little text messages. Like I said, 617-906-6638 to send a text. Uh, if you don't want to get in touch with me, if you want to send, do this on DM, at DisgracelandPod, Instagram, X, and Facebook, as we just mentioned. But let's do some texts. All right, this one comes in from the 252. Low-hanging fruit here, Jake. Jan Wiener's a sleepy blowjob. <laughs> this is in response to the pre-party question where I asked for... Um, I asked you guys to work Jan Wenner's name into a fictional porn movie. So uh, 252 writes in, Jan Wiener's A Sleepy Blowjob Plot, the story of a young woman, Stacy, a self-made millionaire who has never experienced that deep love, finds herself strangely attracted to Kevin, a mild-mannered tax attorney who moonlights as a writer. Oh boy, I'm not going to go on here. There's a lot of rough sex stuff and uh, three ways and wow, 252 is going for it. 252, I'm going to name you, Jeremy. Uh, Jeremy, appreciate the text. Not going to get into all the X-rated parts of it, but let's keep going here. 
The 706 writes in, just finished the mini episode and as for the Bob Dylan question, I'm going to be blasphemous for a few of these as a warning. Nirvana, Linkin Park, and Soundgarden, just to name a few. Then the little devil in me just screamed out having him do a song with Eminem simply because why the fuck not? Take care and keep up the great storytelling. This is a reference to the question of who would you want to see backing Bob Dylan? Uh, well, you know, Linkin Park, Soundgarden, and Nirvana all have dead guys in those bands, or I should say not in those bands. So Eminem. Bob Dylan and Eminem. Uh, that would be worth the price of entry simply for the shit show factor. I'd like to see Eminem and Bob Dylan arguing together. That'd be fucking great. All right, the 954 writes in, Hey, Jake, listening to your podcast, totally hooked and love your shows, Disgraceland and Badlands. Really love the Mama Cass Disgraceland episode. I find the fact that Sharon Tate and Charles Manson at a party together just brings me chills. Keep doing what you're doing. You are amazing. Hey, 954, we've got this other podcast called The Badlands, as you know, right? And in Badlands, we did two mirror episodes to the Mama Cass episodes. We did two Sharon Tate episodes, and I encourage you to go check those out if you have not already. Kind of a Rashomon thing, all right? All right, let's see. What else? <laughs> all right, this one from the 404 <laughs> writes in, all right, hey, an old student-ish that I have lost touch with since his divorce and his move called your show today. We had the same discussion back in 2008 at the Waffle House. I know his voice from anywhere. Hearing made my heart soften. Thank you. Well, you got it. Um, this is coming from who? This person does not give their name. Uh, or do they? Let me go back through these texts here that aren't apropos. Uh, no. Oh, yeah. Matthew. This person's name is Matthew. I know because I responded to a voicemail. So, Ish, um, your teacher Matthew wrote in and uh, wants to connect. So there you go. That's Disgraceland, bringing people together. All right, what else we got here? Let's see. From the 412 on the question of who do we want backing Bob Dylan, says, hey, Jake, I want Bob Dylan to front Nirvana. Sounds crazy, but I think with Silver Songs, it would work. I think you're, you know, you may be right, and I would, I would love to hear that. That would be incredible. All right, let's do one more. All right, this one from the 831. Uh, this person writes in, uh, it's a link to the... Uh, news about the arrest in the Tupac Shakur case and uh, writes, Tupac update episode, to which I answer, yes, most definitely, but I need more information. There's definitely more than this out there than we're getting here so far. Hopefully something happens uh, in this case that allows the information to be disseminated quickly. Once that happens, I will update the episodes. You got it. You heard it here first. All right, 617-906-6638. You guys want to leave me a voicemail? You want to send me a text? That's how you do it, at Pod to DM me. I'm going to take a quick break, and I'll be back in a flash with your recommendations. All right, we are back, and this is the recommendations part. The recommendations part, the part where we recommend the things that need recommending, the recommendations part. All right, I've been prepping for this interview that I'm about to do with a friend of mine uh, for his hardcore zine, and it's got me listening to a ton of classic hardcore. Since I spoke about Boston hardcore earlier, I'm going to top five my favorite New York hardcore bands in order, give you guys one album each to go check out if you're not a fan yet of any of these artists that are mentioned, uh, but you're looking for a place to start. Number five, Murphy's Law, Back with a Bong. Number four, Leeway, Born to Expire. Number three, Quicksand Slip. Number two, Sick of It All, Blood, Sweat, and No Tears. Number one, Cro-Mags, Age of Quarrel. 
All right, so I've been getting, the reason I did this also is because I've been getting DMs. We've been talking a lot about heavy music. Uh, been getting DMs from a lot of you that I really appreciate on new, modern, heavy stuff. So I just started thinking, like I said, I'm prepping for this interview. And part of the interview is I have to come up with three songs that uh, really mean something to me from the hardcore scene. And uh, the three of them are going to come from this pile of five that I just mentioned. I thought, hey, this might make for some good recommendations for you guys uh, if you're interested in uh, New York hardcore or old school hardcore. All right. You heard me mention this before. It is the Halloween season. I fucking love the Halloween season. I don't like dressing up, but I like all the content, all the Halloween content that surrounds the Halloween season. And for the past two years, my wife and I have had these uh, pretty epic Halloween parties, uh, dinner parties, I should say, not parties, but dinner parties where we've, we've invited like, you know, 14, 16 friends over. Uh, we've, we've had some great food and I've made, I've, I've ha I had this Halloween mix that I, that I've been adding to for the last couple years. So I thought, all right, I can only pick five Halloween songs. What are they? What are the five Halloween songs? If I could only listen to five this Halloween season, what would they be? And here they are in reverse order. Number five, Killing Moon by Echo and the Bunnymen. Uh, if you've seen Donnie Darko, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Number four, Gimme Danger by The Stooges, which most people I don't think associate with Halloween, but I don't care because it is creepy. It is a creepy sounding fucking tune, as is Midnight Blues by Detroit Cobras, which I also don't think people are going to associate with Halloween. Wolf Like Me by TV on the radio. Um, this song, man, it comes on and, you know, it's just hard to slow down. It's hard. It's hard for me to pump the brakes. Number one, classic Werewolves of London by Warren Zevon. Okay, those are my top five. You can only pick five Halloween songs. What are they? 617-906-6638 to let me know. Hard for me not to put Venus of Avenue D by Mink DeVille on this list because it's, uh, it's not necessarily, it's not intentionally spooky, but if I were walking through Alphabet City in the 1970s on Halloween, I'm pretty sure I get jumped by the chick who is described in this song, but that's another story. All right, again, 617-906-6638 to give me your top five Halloween songs. Leave me a voicemail, send me a text, do what you gotta do. Uh, that, incidentally, is another great song, Do What You Gotta Do by Al Wilson, so there's that recommendation. Uh, check that shit out. Check it out on the Blood Ties soundtrack, and then go check out the film Blood ties with Billy Crudup and hit me back when you're at the bottom of that bottle bawling your eyes out to Al Wilson. I'll be here for you. Come on back and see me when you can, as the man says. All right, I am in a Halloween mood. Got a Halloween head, which is the name of an incredible Ryan Adams song that should probably be on my list of top five Halloween songs. But that reminds me of the Ryan Adams video for Give Me Something Good with Elvira, which is certainly one of the best Halloween music videos. But what are the others? All right, hit me up. Top five, our favorite Halloween music videos. All right, actually, how about we hold that one for next week. Hit me with your top five Halloween music videos. We'll get into it in the recommendations part of next week's after party. All right. We got a lot we went through here. I want your top five Halloween videos. I want your top five Halloween songs. I want to know the interesting ways in which you discovered music. 617-906-6638 for all of that voicemail and text or at Pod on the socials. I'm going to take a quick break, pay some bills, come back and recap this bitch. All right, let's recap, shall we? Number one, 
A new episode of You God, the seventh episode in our serialized season on Wu-Tang Clan, is in your Disgraceland feeds right now. Number two, over in the Badlands feed, we've got a brand new trailer for season nine. That's right, a brand new season, nine seasons of Badlands. Who is in it, you ask? Well, you gotta go check out the trailer to find out, all right? Go over to the Badlands feed, subscribe, follow, right over there. Number three, next week in the Disgraceland feed, right here, we are dropping a new episode on Old Dirty Bastard number four. My number, 617-906-6638. Call me on the telephone or text me or at Disgraceland Pod. I want to know your Halloween favorites, your top five Halloween songs, your top five Halloween videos. What are they? Let me know, 617-906-6638. Okay, my moment of bliss, me reading you the phone book from New York, New York in 1967, three years before you, God, was born in New York City. Hawkins. Hayward, 4895 St. Mark's Avenue, ST9-3480, Hawkins, Helen, 479 4th Ave, New York, 9-4156, Hawkins, Hess, B461 Grand Avenue, MA2-8784, Hawkins, Iris, 187 Rochester Avenue, SL6-8897, Hawkins, Isidore Hawkins, 466 Marcy Avenue, 643-9279, Hawkins, Jeanette, 154956 142-1709, Quit talking and start mixing. <laughs> <laughs>